Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is MRN Crew Call, brought to you by Hercules Tires. It does not seem possible, but we have crowned champions in NASCAR in the Big Three Series. And what a weekend we had at Phoenix, crowning those champions, the drivers and the crew chiefs. Over in the Xfinity Series, Dave Rogers, the crew chief. What a journey Dave has had. Cup Series, back to the Xfinity Series. Even a journey with that team getting the car to Texas or to, from Texas to Phoenix last week. So congratulations to Dave Rogers, his driver, Daniel Hemrick, and everyone at Joe Gibbs Racing on that championship. And just another one of the really good guys in the garage, Rich Luscious, the crew chief up at Thor Sport Racing with his driver, Ben Rhodes. Chris, a great short tracker, has made the move into NASCAR, and now he has the ring, the championship in the Camping World Truck Series. I'm Steve Post. This is Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires, and we are going to continue the conversation about crew chiefs with the Cup Series winning crew chief. That is Cliff Daniels. He joins us, the native of Springfield, Virginia, in his second full season. Remember, he had that partial year in 2019 with Jimmy Johnson, 2020 with Jimmy Johnson, and 2021 with Kyle Larson. Cliff Daniels is the crew chief. Ten wins, plus the all-star race, plus the championship. And our guest here on Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at ZonePouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hey everyone, it's Kyle Busch. At Cheddar's, you get a variety of American classics in a place that feels like home. They have comfort food like hand-breaded chicken tenders, homemade chicken pot pie with nearly a half a pound of roasted chicken under that golden flaky crust, slow-smoked baby back ribs so big they're falling off the plate, all for unbeatable prices. And the best part? A free honey butter croissant for every guest. Now that's how they do it. Cheddar's. Get a lot for not a lot. For decades, Dryden Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Dryden offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Dryden.com. Dryden, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's F-L-O racing.com 
forward slash MRN. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires. Joining us is the championship winning crew chief for the NASCAR Cup Series here in 2021, Cliff Daniels from Hendrick Motorsports. Hello, Cliff. Welcome back to, to Crew Call. Hey, thanks for having me back. Good to uh, good to be here. Yeah, we talked to you in March. You were just a race winning crew chief. Now you're a championship winning crew chief. I, I can't imagine. I, I, I can't imagine. What's the aftermath been like since Sunday at Phoenix? It's been uh, a little bit of a whirlwind, uh, to be honest with you. It hasn't sank in, um, and, and I don't know that it will for a while. It was uh, such a special year for us, um, and, and, of course, to end it the way we did was even more spectacular. I don't know that we were the best car on Sunday, but uh, our, our team came through an amazing pit stop at the end. Um, that was exciting, and, uh, yeah, we went and, and partied after the race and uh, definitely – Definitely had a hangover the next day, but uh, but but all good now, and uh, we're 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 going to be rolling for 2022. Yeah, no doubt, it just keeps going. That's for sure. That race, um, that pit stop at the end. Um, what is what is that like, Cliff, to be part of a moment like that? You know, it's so special because uh, it's a testament to the work that our guys have put in all year long, um, and, and the coaches here at Hendrick Motorsports. Not that all teams aren't putting in the work and, and doing the homework be, because they are, uh, but but our guys, you know, I, I could tell at the start of the season there was a really special bunch. Um, their their chemistry, their um, communication, the way they work together in practice uh, ha, has been really special. And we've uh, had some some very solid races. Our guys um, have been in the top two or three on pit road all year long, and, and I'm sure that was kind of a moment, uh, you know, that's like you know, two outs, bottom of the ninth, full count, you know, down by three runs, bases loaded type situation where I'm, I'm sure as a pit crew member, you can only ever dream of yeah. uh, because we came down pit road fourth out of the four playoff cars uh, and came out first. So, so really they, they hit a grand slam in, in the bottom of the ninth. And, and ultimately that's what won the race for us. Um, Kyle did a great job on the restart. But if it weren't for the, the spectacular pit stop uh, that it was and getting us out front, you know, I don't know that our day would have ended the way that it did. Cliff, I, I had a stat handed to me that that was the second best pit stop of the year for that team. And I don't know where our stats come from. And I know you guys probably do. What was it indeed like a, a pit stop of that caliber compared to everything all year long? I think it was top five for the year for us. I don't know that it was actually the second ranked. I, I want to say yeah. it was in the fourth or fifth category, the way we view pit stop times, regardless, yeah. Um, yeah. still, still an amazing stop. Uh, and, and especially given the circumstance, you know, that's a, that's a really, really high pressure, tough situation. That That is the toughest, highest pressure situation that those guys uh, could be in all year long. Um, and to perform at that level uh, un, under that pressure is just, it's incredible. Part of this also goes back to Saturday afternoon's qualifying. You guys putting a fast car under Kyle, that first pit box certainly doesn't hurt anything as well. I mean, your guys nailed it. There's no doubt. But but that fast race car to get that qualifying lap on Saturday had to play into that as well. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and it was uh, pretty funny after uh, qualifying. I remember hearing an interview that, that Larson gave that, you know, he wasn't sure how big of a deal it was to, to be on the pole or not. Um, but But I think more than... Yes, of course, the track position was important, but but probably more than that was getting the number one pit selection so that we could have that stall so that in a situation, maybe, 
but but what ultimately played out the way that it did for us, uh, that stall could be such a big deal the way it was. Um, we, we didn't even make a mock qualifying run in practice. We uh, kind of went off some of our notes uh, from actually the 48, excuse me, that made a, a mock run in practice and, and from um, some of our notes actually from 2020, which is the last time we had, had qualified at Phoenix in the spring of 2020. Um, and, and, and kind of gave our best guess for what the car was going to need in qualifying. And of course, I can't really think of anybody better to go fast for a lap than Kyle Larson right now. So uh, killer lap. And uh, man, that set us up so well for that pit stall. Well, you say good, good, go good for a lap. But really what you set him up for was a, I think it was 24 laps. He's used to 25 lap features. So in other words, we're going to put Kyle Larson on the pole position for a World of Outlaw Sprint Car race and everyone else have Adam. He nailed the restart. After that, he was just down the stretch. He just performed flawlessly. Yeah, he did. And, and to your point, that that is a, a wheelhouse for him. A 25-lap sprint, that's what he, you know, however many 25 or 30 dirt races that he won all year this year, plus the 45 that he won last year. Um, that's that format. That is a, a format of high pressure, high intensity, on the gas and go. Uh, and and to do it in a race that that is the uh, – you know, the cup championship race and such a, a big stage and such a big deal the way it was to your point, he nailed the restart and, and the consecutive 24 or 25 laps after that, he was consistent, he was smooth and he was fast and uh, got the job done. No doubt. When we look at the season, 10 wins plus the all-star race, but what I find interesting and we spend so much time about this rules package, that rules package, this is good. That is bad. When I look at it, intermediate wins, Las Vegas, Charlotte, and the concrete at Nashville, road course wins, Sonoma, Watkins Glen, the Roval, um, then you have Kansas and, and Texas also back on the intermediate list, Bristol and Phoenix, has to be satisfying to, to have won on the variety of tracks you guys did win on this year. Yeah, it really was, and that's, uh, that's part of what I, I think makes this year so special for our team. You know, in, in previous years, you've seen – you know, whether it's an OEM or a particular company or race team excel at short tracks or at road courses or at intermediate tracks, um, and, and they kind of find home in, in one of those track styles. For us this year, we were able to compete across so many different types of tracks and, and of course, the rules packages, and not just our team, but, but all of Hendrick Motorsports. Because um, you had the 48 that won at tracks like Richmond and Martinsville. Um, you know, you, you had Chase Elliott with his wins on road courses, William winning Homestead. Uh, that is just a testament to all the men and women uh, back here at Hendrick Motorsports, all the, the hard work that goes into really every area, whether it's uh, chassis, bodies, engineering, suspensions, drivetrain, you name it. Uh, the engine shop, of course, the, the body shop. Um, there's a lot of people that are behind what it took to, to be good at that many different track types. Um, and, and to me, that's what makes the, the year so special uh, is that it wasn't just a one style of track. We, we were competitive at, at all of them. That was, that was pretty neat. I think another stat that kind of jumps off at me, and I always kind of look at this when I look at championship seasons, two DNFs. You had an engine failure at Talladega and a crash at Daytona in August. So two super speedway races you didn't finish at which is kind of par for the course with the way the sport is, there has to be a lot of pride in the, in the prep and the maintenance and the, the, just everything that goes into having that performance all year as well. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, and if you remember um, the Talladega DNF in the spring, that was kind of a self-inflicted wound. There was, oh, uh, right. yeah, there was a plate that, that got left in, in between the radiator and the oil cooler that mm -hmm. slipped through the cracks of the, the 
guys prepping the car here at the shop it flipped it, excuse me slipped through the cracks of our team um which frankly is embarrassing and unacceptable for all of us and uh i, I remember when we got the groups together both in the shop and, and with our team after that happened you know the message is really this can be pivotal for us we we can either take this opportunity and, and blame and get frustrated and get mad or we can look in the mirror and, and own the mistake and make sure that we put into practice uh, the, the things to prevent it from happening again. And, and we can pat each other on the back to say, hey, you know, we're, we're a team. We're going to win and lose together. We're going to fight together. And uh, let's just move forward. Um, and, and that's exactly what we did. It was uh, it was a tough week, you know, to, to see that and, and to own it and accept it and, and to take the blame for what it was. Uh, but but we ultimately learned and, and you know, moved on a lot better from that. Uh, and, and so to, to me, yes, the, the pride of only having two DNFs all year long, but also of one of them, it was a very self-inflicted gunshot wound to, to take it and learn from it um, and, and to be better because of that, uh, I think was a pretty powerful moment. I, I know for our team and I think for a lot of the guys here at the shop too. You and I talked on this program back in early March. Uh, you were just gotten the first win. It was uh, between uh, Vegas and Atlanta, I think is what it was. Um, how is, uh, over the course of this year, how is Kyle Larson as a driver, how has he evolved over the course of this year and just honed his craft even more than it was when we talked in March? Yeah. I mean, a couple of things that, that stand out to me. I remember some conversations that we had at the beginning of the year, um, where of course there was our acknowledgement of, of how fast he can be and his own acknowledgement of having great races in the past, um, and for one reason or another, not being able to execute at the end of a race and, and whether that was a restart, a pit stop, an adjustment, whatever it was, um, without going into to detail on that, because we didn't at the time, we just said, OK, well, if, if you know, execution is something that has kind of stood out to you, that, that you feel like you need to do better or, or you know, the team needs to, to make sure that we own and, and, and do our part, um, we're going to add into our routine a little bit of extra time and emphasis on what does it take to execute? What does that last pit stop look like? What kind of adjustments do you need to talk about in advance that you could need late in the race, whether it, it's a long run, a short run, you know, whatever it may be. How do you strategize yourself as a driver behind the wheel? How do you see the field around you to know who's strong, to understand strengths and weaknesses that you have to go fight against? Um, we developed that all throughout the season. And I think a little bit of that, you know, kind of framework of how to think and how to strategize ourselves in terms of execution. Um, we see him, you know, kind of do naturally on his own at, at dirt tracks. And, and of course, winning a lot of races, you know, kind of lends itself to, man, you're, you're definitely executing. You're definitely getting it done to take home the checker flag. But I think he learned a lot about himself. And we certainly learned a lot about our, ourselves as a team together uh, through those conversations they continue to evolve. And so then, you know, when we won our three or four races in a row, technically it was four weekends in a row, three points races plus the all-star. Um, and, and then we had the flat tire in the last turn of the last lap at Pocono. Um, we were able to, to look at ourselves then and say, okay, you know, th there's definitely a lot of good things that, that have to go right, but we're understanding more and more about ourselves to be in position, right? And, and to be in position, you, you may not always bring home the checker flag, but at least you can be there and have a shot at it. Uh, that just carried with us throughout the year. And I really think that carry carried with him. Um, and, and he certainly learned and evolved and, and was very, very good at closing out a race, uh, especially in the second half of the year.
Cliff, as a guy who scans a lot of radio chatter over the course of a year between you and all of the other teams that we cover on Pit Road for Motor Racing Network, your communication on Pit Road is so much different than everyone else. And I think it's a matter of uh, you're, you're never shocks and springs and nuts and bolts with the race car. Uh, as a pit road reporter, I try to stay out of that too. It's tough to describe shocks and springs on radio. You're more strategy and big picture stuff. And I think the reason that is, is that Kyle doesn't care that he cares about him and that they perform the car, but you really have a unique driver that stays in his lane and worries about his driving and who he's competing with. That's, that, that, that's gotta be a little different as well. It is different for sure. You know, Jimmy, um, in, in contrast, Jimmy knew, knew a lot of the car parts and, and, and a lot of uh, ways to describe an area of the car that I needed to go work on. And, and to your point, um, Larson doesn't, doesn't describe things in that detail, but he really doesn't have to. He has his own language that he speaks um, that I was fortunate to be able to go you know, learn a, a lot from his, his dirt racing side of things. I, I spent time with Paul Silva you know, in, in the sprint car world and Kevin Rumley in the late model world to understand a little bit of how they see Kyle and, and how they would process his feedback. And it became very apparent to me that, you know, helping Kyle talk through, you know, being loose or tight for a short run or a long run or what he's, ex he's experiencing now, how the track is evolving, what he sees from guys around him, you know, what he thinks he's going to need to run the top or run the bottom. Uh, those are the types of conversations that, uh, he is so good at, and, and he gets so much value in that uh, I don't need to tell him what right rear spring is in the car or what sway bar is in the car. He doesn't know what it means, and he doesn't care to know what it means because he doesn't need to. Um, he, he, he needs to know, you know what he needs for a changing track, a track that takes rubber to run high, to run low, and, and that's where we spend a lot of our time communicating. So uh, to, to your point, it's no surprise to me that, that you kind of observe that because uh, that's certainly how we – you know, tailored ourselves to, to talk through um, executing a race. And, and then it was on me and the engineers and the guys back at the shop to, to get the nuts and bolts right on the cart. Boy, and they were, that's for sure. They were a lot. I think Rick Hendrick would be the worst person in the world to get as far as uh, one of those Christmas exchange things, because what do you get the man that has everything? And, and Rick Hendrick has everything and has provided everything for you guys. What does it mean though, for you to deliver him something that a championship as part of that team. What does it mean to deliver that to the man who has everything and has done everything in the sport? It means a great deal. And, and I think uh, the more time that goes by, you know, the weeks after, after this, it's going to sink in a little more because, because I've heard it said a lot this year. Um, and, and, and I know what it means to him, but, but to kind of see it all play out um, maybe in the rear view, for what this paint scheme has meant to him over the years, being Ricky's, you know, paint scheme, the card number um, that was so special, to, you know, to the family, um, and and just that the story that was bringing Kyle back, giving Kyle a second chance in the sport, um, and in a way, kind of giving our team a second chance because we didn't always do the best job with with Jimmy his last two years. Certainly left a lot to be desired for performance. Uh, or, or at least results on the track. There was a lot of times that we had performance. We just didn't get the results. So in a way, he, he kind of gave our team a second chance. He gave Kyle a second chance, um, put this paint scheme back on track, put this this car number back on track. Um, and, and then we had just an incredible year. And, and as we all know, with the format of the NASCAR playoffs, having an amazing year is no guarantee that you're going to come home with the big prize at the end of the year. Uh, and, and of course, we were very well aware of that going into the, the playoffs and especially the last 
uh, race of the playoffs, that uh, to, to bring it home the way we did with, with all the different storylines and all the different angles. Um, I, I, again, I, I, like I said, I think as time goes by, it's going to get more and more special. And, and it already is right now. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I think it's really going to sink in, hopefully, what this year meant to us and, and to, to the boss, because I know it was a big deal for him. Listening to you talk about this format and the, the winner-take-all championship round, Chris Gabehart held court with the reporters out there on Saturday, I think it was, at Phoenix. And he talked about the fact that really success is determined a lot by making the Final Four. Their, their, their stress level kind of went away after after Martinsville and, and James Small the same way. It, 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 is that kind of the case? I mean, yes, you won the big race, the final race of the year. But with the format, we do understand it is just one race and the best season can, you know, can go away in that race. Um, is, is there some truth to that, that, that final four appearances is, is, is maybe a marker for a great season as well? Well, to be honest, I, I hadn't experienced going into a, a final four race as a crew chief uh, the way those other guys had, of course, until now. Yeah. And, and now I can honestly say that they are spot on because th there was something different about just the energy and, and some of the anxiety that, that we had. Um, and, and the crazy thing to me is even when I knew that we had transferred from one round to another, uh, or even a transfer to the final four, um, we kind of had a little bit of a win streak going too. So I, so I had the added pressure of trying to keep the win streak going. Plus knowing that you're kind of building up to the final race of the playoffs, uh, what all that would mean that by the time Monday came around for Phoenix, uh, I, I was very surprised at a, a little bit of the calming of my own nerves and of even the guys on our team, because uh, we, we knew we were in, we, we knew that uh, really what we had to do was to build another fast car. Like we had built all year, execute a good race. Like we had executed many times throughout the year, just stay true to ourselves and, and what our process was that there was no extra overreach or, or desperation to try to make something happen that to be honest, at times during the playoffs, you don't know if you're going to have to. You don't know if you're, you know, like look at the Roval, halfway through the Roval, um, anxiety was getting pretty high because we weren't look, looking very good. And, of course, we had the issues going on with our car. By the time you make it to the week of the, the final four race, um, so much of the season is behind you. You're just looking at one more race ahead uh, that, that I truly, I believe now and I see now, I've lived now what those guys, uh, what those guys spoke about on Saturday that is a real thing. That's fascinating. Fascinating stuff, that's for sure. Uh, I want to get back kind of to the aftermath. Uh, you win the championship on Sunday. You guys partied, uh, partied and, and then got back. Is there, is, is there some moment, someone who reached out, something that just kind of stands out to you uh, that maybe you didn't see coming or maybe you did see coming that just stands out to you as, 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 as pretty cool with this, this, this process after the championship? Yeah, there, there have been a couple uh, different names that uh, names of the past and, and guys even throughout the garage that uh, I'm going to be honest, I, I never would have thought that I would have heard from some of these guys, you know, fellow crew chiefs, fellow competitors in the garage that um, sent me texts or, or a message that, that was very sincere and uh, very respectful, you know, about our team in the year that we had that, uh, you know, I, I just didn't know. I, I'm, I'm still you know, kind of young in the crew chief role, you know, in the, in the sport, of course, um, even though I have been in and around the cup series for a long time, you just never really know um, how, how your competition sees you. And, and I feel like we've always tried to race respectfully and race clean to guys. And 
and, and have a lot of respect for our fellow competitors in the garage area. But uh, there was a couple guys that reached out that uh, really meant a lot to me. And, and they had some really nice words to say, uh, very encouraging. Um, that, that was a really special, special part of, uh, you know, the, the, the win of the season and, and the race and the championship and the way all that was um, to, to hear those guys compliment our team so much, not even just me that, you know, forget the me part of the equation to compliment our team so much. Uh, I, I thought was pretty incredible because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm as the leader of the team, I, I'm very protective and, and very much in love with our team and our guys and, and want to look out for them and care for them. And, and to know that other people, you know, have that much respect for our guys and think that much, you know, about our team uh, really means a lot to me. You've shared a lot uh, over the course of time about your family, Shannon, your wife, Ivy, your little girl. Did did your did your little girl? What's she? She's two and a half. Is she? Does she? Is she? She getting a little bit? The daddy had a pretty good weekend. She is. She is. Uh, my wife Shannon was uh, taking some video uh, of her jumping up and down and screaming and cheering. She had one of my hats on, so of course it completely covered her head. It was hilarious. And uh, when uh, when I saw him yesterday. Uh, the way Ivy was jumping up and down and screaming, go Dada, that was, uh, that was really special. About, about made me tear up even more than what I did the first time I talked to him. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. They, they were ready, and Ivy, Ivy was pumped. Nice, nice. Any um, off-season breaks or vacations or celebratory tours or anything? As you, uh, you already mentioned 2022, which that'll be here, but anything you're going to get a chance to get away and, 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 and savor the accomplishment? Well, the biggest thing that we have upcoming, uh, in addition to all of the next-gen prep and cup testing that's going to happen, um, is we're actually expecting our second child on December 7th. So baby number two is due in, I guess that's three weeks from now. Uh, so not that life wasn't just really busy, but it's about to get even busier uh, taking on baby number two and, and trying to get our, our team ready for 2022. So definitely looking forward to that. Going to try to, yeah, take a little time off, catch up on some sleep here and there when I can. But uh, from December 7th on, I don't know that I'll be sleeping much anyway, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah you might have to get, get to get, uh, take naps at the shop is what you might yeah. have to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lunch break naps. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. What a blessing. What an amazing journey. That's for sure. Congratulations. I think I, think I did know I actually had a baby. I didn't, time flies. I didn't know it was coming up this quickly, you know, but uh, not a bad time, actually, early December. Uh, Get a little, get a little time to spend with her and her first, spend with your child in the first uh, first couple of months for sure. Well, Cliff, yep. uh, congratulations on the uh, championship, and uh, we appreciate you taking some time and joining us here on Crew Call. Thank you, and thanks for having me. And one thing I want to say, and I've, I've been saying this to a lot of uh, you know our, our folks in the media, I know that throughout the year you guys may not get the uh, the thanks that you deserve, but we have a lot of great people that cover our sport, and, and I know you guys have, have uh, always covered our team very well, and and, and just getting getting the word out about our sport uh, the way that you guys do um, to the fans, to the world is really special. So thank you for, for what you do, for what you guys do. Know that we appreciate it and uh, hope you guys have a great off season and uh, we'll be in touch. Absolutely. Those uh, conversations when we walk up to you and say, what's the track going to do? What's the tires? What's the fuel window? That helps us. So we appreciate the, the back and forth that we do, that we enjoy with, with, with you guys as well. So congratulations. Thanks again, Cliff. Thanks. Thanks for having me. There we go. Cliff Daniels, the championship winning crew chief from over at Hendrick Motorsports, joining us here on Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go... Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Ford has put the stock back in stock car, and now you can register for your chance to be Ford Performance's VIP guest and watch the NASCAR Next Gen Mustang hit the track for the first time in 2022. One grand prize winner and their guest will receive a trip for two to Daytona Beach with VIP access. Ford Performance driver meet and greets, round trip airfare, and more. Register now through November 7th at FordNextGen.com. That's FordNextGen.com. Ford Motor Company is investing $22 billion on electrification between now and 2025. The company is electrifying its most iconic products, the Mustang, the F-150, and the Transit, with many more to come in the years ahead. In addition to offering zero-emission versions of its most popular vehicles, Ford is harnessing electrification to deliver more of what customers love about them. That's performance capability, and productivity. You can go to Ford.com, click on the Electrified tab to see more. Coming soon is the all-new, all-electric Ford F-150 Lightning. It's the first-ever F-Series that gets uh, that is gas-free and delivers trusted, built Ford tough capabilities. Again, that's www.ford.com. Click on the Electrified tab. This is the final edition of Crew Call this year. We have a couple of partners we want to highlight that has helped us put this show on. We appreciate everyone joining us all year long. And we appreciate our friends at Hercules Tires. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the tires for you. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. You can find out more at www.herculestires.com. Also, our friends at Drydeen. Drydeen, a complete line of oils, of greases, of lubrications, of fluids. They have it all. 
And you can find out more about the great Drydeen line at www.drydeen, America owned, operated, and driven. I want to also give a shout out to our producer on this. Julian Council has done a great job lining up the guests and putting this all together. So appreciate Julian putting this all together. MRN is not done. Our race coverage might be done, but we continue on with NASCAR Today. NASCAR Today, midday, each and every day, and NASCAR Live every week during the off season of NASCAR racing. So make sure you keep us locked right in here on MRN. We appreciate Cliff Daniels joining us from over at Hendrick Motorsports. We say it every time and we mean it every time. More important though than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires right on our screen.